The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Up next on The Believer's Walk of Faith. You're busy going by what you can see, and what you can see is in 3D. And when it's in 3D, it puts pressure on you. You can tell when you're in 3D because you get pressure. Get out from under 3D and come up to 4D and laugh all the way to the back. be good. Yes, sir. When we speak a word, he said, whosoever shall say to this mountain, come on, be thou, move and be thou, and shall not in his heart, but shall believe the things he says shall come to pass. He shall have whatever he said. That's acting like God. Am I right about it? So what does the devil try to do? He tries to use a human's words. Why? To do the things in the earth he wants to do. Isn't that something? So here he is and he's trying to use humans and actually write his own script for your life. Think about that. He's trying to get uh, somebody to speak against people. And, and you see all these, these, these social media things going up, all these words going forth. See? And you got to watch it because you don't want somebody else's words to be conducting your life. So he said over in Matthew chapter 12, verse 37, he said this, by thy words, thou shalt be justified by thy words. Come on. I shall be condemned. What does he say? By your words, you're going to be made free. By your words, you will be put in bondage. So you got the privilege of saying whichever way you want to go. Say Amen. So many of us have been scripted by the enemy. Yes, sir. Now look at a place in Genesis 31 and verse 32 where a man spoke wrong words. His name was Jacob. And Jacob spoke wrong words concerning his wife. He didn't know that his wife had stolen her dad's gods and trying to run off with him. And, and so Je the Laban came and accused Jacob of stealing him. Jacob said, I didn't steal your gods, man. He said, you know, I'm putting that in my own text. I didn't steal your gods. He said, somebody stole my gods. He said, whoever stole your gods, let them not live. See, notice, it's Satan putting pressure on somebody's tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'll try to get you to say the wrong thing concerning your family. Boy, you ain't going to never be nothing. You're going to be just, see, he's trying to get quiet because it licensed him. But if you don't license him and say what God said, you just license God. Now I'm talking about, you got to say it in the face of impossible situations. Come on, God is the God of the 
impossible. He can do it if you'll give him, give him a will. Give him privileges of getting into your life. So you can't say what you see in the natural. You got to say what he said. Because what he said is what he intends for you to come forth in your life. Your name is in the newspaper of heaven. She made a billion dollars this year. Come on, your name is in the newspaper. And what you got to do is you got to say, wait a minute, I'm going to say what God said. I don't care what the doctor said. I don't care what the accountant said. I don't care. Bishop David Oyedipo said out. My friend David Oyedipo in Africa said this. He said, if one of my accountants comes and ever tells me we don't have any money, that's the last day he gonna work for me. I said, well, suppose you don't. He said, he can't say it. You see what I'm saying? This is the way I keep the money coming in. I will not say what it looks like. I will say what God said. He said, I'll have abundance and no lack. Say amen to God. Is this the right bunch over here I'm talking to? We have spoken the devil's words long enough. Say amen. So now God is saying, it's time for a rewrite. It's time for you to flip the script. Because the devil has written a script on you and he's given you what to say so you'll follow his plan. Now let's flip the script. Everything he told you to say, say something different. Group up talking to. No longer will the devil tell you where to go. No longer will the devil tell you what you can do. No longer will the devil tell you how much you got. No longer the devil tell you how high you can climb. No longer will the devil tell you how rich you can be. No longer will go with how script. You're busy going by what you can see and what you can see is in 3D. And when it's in 3D, it puts pressure on you. You can tell when you're in 3D because you get pressure. Get out from under 3D and come up to 4D and laugh all the way to the bank. enemy. Do you say what God said? God said for you to think on these things in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8. Things, everything. Put it up there. Let's see what you're supposed to think on. Ready? Read.
said, don't think nothing else. You tell that boy, you come in here late like that one more night and you're going to be a preacher. In Jesus' name. Boy, put it on him. You feel what I'm saying? I'm just letting you know that you got a choice and the enemy puts pressure on you to make the wrong choice. So over in Daniel chapter three, verse 17, here are three Hebrews and they refused to bow and kiss the king's ring. And so the king going to put pressure on him. Matter of fact, he going to turn the furnace up seven times hotter. But watch what they said. Ready? Read. If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us. Keep going. You can keep going. He will deliver us. Listen, he's able and he will. You've heard Christian, well, you know the Lord is able. Yeah, but will he? Yeah. Go finish the whole thing. He's not only able to deliver me out of this, he will deliver me out of it. The pressure is on you to say something that the devil wants you to say because it licenses him. Let's go to 1 Samuel. Put that one up there. 17, 43. All right. Ready? Read. And the Philistines said unto David, Am I a dog that thou comest to me with staves? And the Philistines cursed David by now look what the devil had the Philistine to do. To do what to David? Curse him. Curse him. I'm talking about curses sent out against God's people. But you can turn the curses around. You can flip the script. Put the next part up there, please. Thank you. Ready? Read. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me, and I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air and to the beasts of the field. Then said David, is what David did as an example. He didn't walk to Goliath. He ran to him. Don't be trying to let the enemy intimidate you with your problems. Flip the script. Start walking and talking at the same time. In Jesus' name. All right, let's go on down. This whole idea of discernment. Now this, you got to follow this. Now I'm saying, you know what to say. You're, 
you're, well, you know, we, we are disadvantaged and we, you know, all of that, that should never come out of your mouth. You know, not only, watch this, cause I'm, 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 not only do you get a grant, but you're going to control the money supply that's even behind All right. Discernment. John chapter six. There is a lad here. Lord have mercy. Now that lad had two fish and five loaves. What did that represent? Seed. But immediately after he said that, he said, but what is that among so many? Got it? So he was floating between 3D and 4D. Say amen. Without discernment, we cannot fulfill our dominion mandate. We won't have to see something folk can't see. The devil's down in 3D. He calls himself the God of 3D. That means he can see stuff and get people who physically can see stuff to see it before you see it. But if God can keep it up on another level, that the only way you can see it is discern it. You got the, you, you got the goods. You, you good to go. I said you good to go. See, and they didn't see it. So I said, Lord, what am I going to do to get this shopping mall? He said, you know what to do. So a seed. I almost, I almost came over there. I said, how much? He said, so 400,000. So I went to the folk who, you know, was around me. I said, God told me to sow 400. What do you think about it? Don't do it, Pastor. Pastor, I wouldn't do that. I said, well, how how about you? I, I wouldn't do it either. You need that to try to help buy this place. I said, how about you? No. Then I got two of them. Two of them said, "Uh, Pastor, why don't you obey God? Just do what he tells you. Another one said, why don't you just obey God? They didn't mean any harm. They were just in 3D. They didn't know the 400 was seed. And see, you're trying to keep that stuff locked up in your pocket. And you can't, you don't even have enough to get gas to go home. Now, I know that's not you. God, I'll take that off of you right now. From now on, you're going to see. I said, you're going to see your seed and you're going to see your harvest. (laughs) Are y'all with me? Okay. So, this whole idea about discernment. Now, this is God 
And God has given you something that other folk can't see. And we saw that over in 2 Kings. In 2 Kings chapter uh, 6, and we saw where they saw the angels all around them. Say amen to that. Amen. All right, now watch me now. So here is George Washington Carver and Booker T. Washington. These are some good examples for me. And this whole idea about discernment. What did they see? Okay. Now watch this. This is Carver. Now I want you to see this. I want you to read it. Because this is Carver, how he made all 300 products out of a peanut. 115 products out of a sweet potato. Now everything from children's crayons to, to lotion or powder for makeup. Look what it says here. Let's read that. Ready? Read. God is going to reveal to us things he never revealed before if we put our hands into his. No books ever go into my laboratory. The thing I am to do and the way of doing it are revealed to me. I never have to grope for methods. The method is revealed to me the moment I am inspired to create something new. Without God to draw aside the curtain, I would be helpless. All right. All right. Now, two things. One, he said the word grope, G-R-O-P-E. Now, some people may not know what grope means. So I told him to put grope up there. I gave him a paper. Ready? Read. To feel around in the dark, to see blinding in intellectual darkness. Now, intellectual darkness. When Adam fell, he fell to intellect. It's considered darkness. You hear what I'm saying? So here he fell to this place that the intellect is trying to figure everything out. And it's not capable of doing that. Because the one thing the intellect can't do is defeat the devil. So people who have no discernment many times either end up deceived or defeated. And I got proof of it. Here's Joshua taking Canaan. But now he's going in chapter 9. Now the Gibeonites are going to pull a trick on him. Because they come up and they've got some old wine bottles, old shoes, took some bread that was moldy and claimed they came from a long ways off. And they came from right down there on Eisenhower. Are you following what I'm saying? But he failed to, con to consult the Lord. 
And the Lord will show you things that are past finding out. Lord have mercy. Come on. Come on, baby. This is section over here. Show you things that are past finding out. And he didn't, and he made a league with them, the bad guys. And I'm just saying that's an example of how you can be deceived. And how can you be destroyed? His first Kings chapter 13 is a sad story. Here's a prophet who is fresh from God. He comes in town because the king is doing a lot of ungodly stuff. And the prophet in town, who is an old prophet, wasn't saying anything about it. And he came in town and he saw the king. He pointed at the king, told the king to stop this. And the king pointed at him and said, arrest him. And when he did, his arm withered. And the king cried out, please, please help me restore my arm. The prophet said, be restored. And his arm came back home. And he wanted to give the prophet something. The prophet said, nope, I'm not taking anything from you. And God told me, don't go out of this city the same way you came in. And he left town. And when he left town, here uh, some sons of an older prophet saw this and they ran back and told daddy, daddy, there was a young prophet that came in town. The kid, the king's arm with it and he restored it. He said, where did he go? He said, he went that way. He got the donkey and caught up with him and said, hey, God told me to tell you, come back to my house and get something to eat. The, the young prophet said, no, sir. God told me don't eat it thing in this place and don't go out the same way I came in. The older prophet deceived them. He said, but God talked to me too. And I'm an older prophet. I know things. I, God said, bring you back. He said, well, I guess I'll go. The mistake. He went back and ate that food. And when he had that big piece of chicken or neck bone or whatever in his mouth, God spoke to him and said, I told you not to come back here. And what did he do? He said he felt bad and started on his way out and a lion attacked him and killed him. Deception and defeat. No discernment. He turned his discerner off. Is this the right bunch I'm talking to? Sad had a bright future. God's given you discernment. Do you hear what I'm saying? No, no, no. God may be telling you that's the wrong man. say this, I'm going to show you the right one. He doesn't want you to make not one single mistake. Isn't this beautiful? Discernment. So that enemy knows that you've got that power. He doesn't want you to use it. So I'm just saying all the way I had to use that. And so here 
the money hadn't come in. I had half the money. I had sown the $400,000. Now it's time for harvest. God said, if the money's not here by Monday, go to the bank. I want to tell him I've been to every bank in town. Watch this. But Monday came. And here the thought was a small black bank on the south side of Chicago that was known for not loaning anything. I called and the man said, the president said, our uh, reverend, yeah. He said, well, that's a good deal. He said, can you get me certain papers by the night to six o'clock? I said, I sure can. Got him certain papers. He called me back at 11 o'clock the next day. You got all your money. Now God had to do it that way, but watch this. We're debt free and been debt free. Are you following what I'm saying? Say 4D. This is God's plan for your life. That you'll never be broke another day in your life. Today's message, Living in the Fourth Dimension, is rich with powerful revelations that are designed to transform your world and the world around you. However, you've only heard a portion of the message. To receive the full four-part series on MP3 or CD, on MP4 or DVD, order today by calling 1-800-711-9327 or go online at billwinston.org. Operation Tent City is a 10-city campaign empowering communities of people across challenged metropolitan cities throughout the U.S., restoring hope, providing resources, and imparting entrepreneurial education. Operation Tent City features a free mega event with programming for youth and next-generation leaders, business owners, and entrepreneurs centered on community outreach, business and entrepreneurship, and faith. Operation 10 City has impacted thousands to date in St. Louis, Detroit, Cleveland, Los Angeles, Philadelphia, and Chicago. With a singular vision to inspire people and communities to access true economic prosperity and self-sufficiency through wealth building and ownership. A lot of single parents like myself that's doing everything by themselves and this actually is a big help. In these days and times, the way it is in this world today, it is very hard. You know, and people are doing what they can to take what they have to make it. Some of us are like swamped in bills and in, in property taxes and, and um, this is excellent. Um, we appreciate the blessing. Today I am here because I would love to expunge my record. I have made several mistakes at a young age. Me having my record expunged will be the most powerful impact in my life because I plan on getting my CDL so I can be a truck driver. I have a future. Hi, I'm Robert Alexander Cager and I just won $10,000 here at Operation 10 City. You're gonna be 10 times better than the best that the world can produce. 
This is your season. When I came here, I felt the presence of God. It was so powerful. When praise and worship started, I just felt the anointing. And if you're looking for change and you just want to change your life, this is the place to come when they come to your city. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.